Welcome one and welcome all to the Christmas Day Hullabalooza. It's the one day of the year where we all partake in Christmas activities like eggnog and something else. Booze. I'm here with my Christmas specialists, Fraser, Devin, and Joe. What's up, boys? Well, I uh, just got my analysis of uh, this coming Christmas season dialed in, and I got to say the prospects are looking quite good despite our recent challenges. Uh, we're going to push those present numbers up higher than ever before, and uh, I've heard the naughty list has never been smaller. So uh, we're doing quite well in this Christmas season, uh, and that's just coming from a local Christmas expert. Um, but... This local Christmas expert, he's been on the naughty list and the nice list this year. So today I'm drinking on the naughty side of things, uh, peach drink and white rum in a mason jar. And uh, in the other hand, I have a 18-year-old McClellan scotch and they complement each other quite well. And that's a Christmas specialty right there uh, from a Christmas specialist. So I'll talk to our next Christmas specialist uh dalvin uh what's going on at christmas wise yo what's up boys it's dalvin uh yo christmas this year is gonna get pretty fucking litty boys you know the christmas tree's lit i'll be lit getting fucked up and shit dude yeah let's go (laughs) probably gonna play my dad in beer pong again this year i dusted that old fuck last year (laughs) ha ha naked mild that bitch what's up dad shout out um yeah my mom's cooking up turkey dinner it's gonna be sack boys and uh yeah like all in all can't really say anything other than i'm absolutely fired up for this holiday season and i can see uh fucking suck down commencing as soon as i wake up in the morning baileys and coffee eggy rums let's go boys pass it over to my best buddy joseph what's up bud oh hey guys i'm out here in the field on the uh winter storm again here that's passing through uh we're slated in here for another specialty winter christmas storm uh hunker down with your rums your boozes your drinks your boozes whatever you want to call them uh i'm sipping on a bourbon and nog juice and a black ipa at the same time because i've been double naughty this year and just trying to get through uh hold on sorry that was a bit of interference from the snowstorm here you know just uh it's blowing in my face it's blowing down my butt crack i'm pretty cold just trying to go in but uh our slave driver simon will not let us inside until this storm is shut so batten down the hatches and fill your bellies with rum well excellent work boys and uh keep up the hard work uh, while you're all working hard, I got a finish line hazy IPA here in the nice cozy office with my feet up and uh, the fan on. So, Yo, boys, sorry, totally forgot to mention uh, I'm drinking uh, Whistler Brewing Company Chestnut Ale. They just put these fuckers in cans, boys, so we can shoddy them now. It's going to be fucking sick. Yeah, let's go, boys. Fuck yeah. That was tight. Way to go. Way to go, way to go cool. Calvin. <laughs> how's oh, that chestnut oh, yeah. oh i love them they're so good is that a good one this year uh yeah actually they are good, oh, um, good <clears throat> i don't know i'm i don't i feel like these are year-round beers i don't think they're seasonal anymore 
No, I think that's one of their uh, staples now. Yeah, but it's, I don't know, I always forget about it. And then you, you go in and you see it and you're like, fuck, every time I have one of these, it's good. So I definitely suggest them if you haven't tried them. They're delicious. Get it in ya. Unless you're allergic to chestnuts, then probably drink it, but drink it with an EpiPen. I don't think there's actual, I mean, I should say. It's probably a chestnut extract. Chestnut for, flavoring? Well, yeah, probably. Allegedly, it's just flavoring. There's no actual chestnut in there because um, the old lady here is uh, allergic to nuts, and she says she's tried it before. So, and she don't risk it. Don't she risk it. Cold, but... So that's uh, that's good. Well, there's nothing yeah. wrong with a quick EpiPen injection just to get your day going. <laughs> just sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. Kickstart my day. <laughs> it's how we Take won the, the war. It's the fucking most metal way to wake up in the world. Yeah, well, it's actually coffee. funny you say that because I'm rewatching Letterkenny and I just watched the scene like yesterday where they stabbed each other with EpiPens over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> just super hit of adrenaline. Yeah, like <laughs> overdose yeah. on epinephrine. It's fucking wild. Well, I think you like your Could body you? like shuts down though after you get your buzz. Like you pretty much have to get to a hospital, otherwise you're like. Fucking not going to be doing so hot. You go like in a shop. Yeah, I have no idea what it does long term, but thanks for that, Deborah Downer. You're all buzzing. Hey, you know, but maybe not, though. Maybe not. Death. Who knows? I'll just stick to my pervitin. <laughs> That's the good shit, dude. I just, I just think every time someone gets stabbed with a EpiPen, it should just be Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue, just <laughs> blasting <laughs> in the background. <laughs> It just starts playing as soon as you jab it in. There's a little jab yeah, in there. The pen. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Simon saw Motley Crew in Grand Forks a couple of years back. It was pretty bad. The cover, thought, really bad. the cover band I saw in Vegas was way, way, way better. <laughs> yeah. I thought some of the Motley Crew guys were dead. Most of them, no. I think one. I think that Nikki Six guy is he still almost was still was still was one of the only people there. Um, but yeah, no, it was bad. No, and the but... lead singer was there, and he was so off key that it fucking like you could like you actually wanted to plug your ears half the time. <laughs> but needless to say, we saw them. I mean, not in the, not even anywhere near their prime. But yeah, I guess yeah. that's still something. Speaking of uh, something, famous people and drugs. Did you guys hear about John Mulaney's in rehab? Yeah, good yeah, for him. I, did. I don't even really know who he is, though, to be honest. He's a comedian. He's, He's done a lot of the writing dude. for a lot of the shows that you've like watched and laughed at, really. He's, oh, okay. His stand-up's really... I don't find him that funny, but... Like Big Mouth and shit? Like he's like one of the main writers? He's the, yeah, well, he's one of the main dudes, the voices, and, too. And voices, yeah. Interesting. Well, the more you know, right? Learn something new every day. But if you heard his stand-up, you, you he's very like vanilla kind of family-oriented comedy for the most part. You wouldn't expect that he's got a drinking and cocaine. Problem. I don't know. He's not that family-oriented, man. He seems like like he looks clean cut, but he fucking goes into some pretty gnarly jokes. I wish I, only I, I, I wish we like got to have a problem nine. together. I think he'd be a fun guy to have a problem with. <laughs> <laughs> Just invite him over to your house for rehab. He can sit in the sauna most of the day, and then. You guys can do acid and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Relax, you know. Find, yeah, just find yourself. Stop doing, stop doing coke. Just start doing acid. Way, way, way better for you. Allegedly. Yeah, absolutely. Seventies rehab. You go to the sauna and uh, 
Simon's house. Simon, give us the love update. Uh, love update. Things are going pretty good. I'm going to be pretty cryptic and not say very much about it, but uh, just mostly because uh, people listen to the podcast who, you know, maybe are involved in the situation. So uh, I'll, I'll give a shout out. I'll say things are going well. I think that's probably the best thing that you can do for yourself is not say anything about it, except it's going well. Yeah. Or just don't be on this podcast if you want things to go well. <laughs> no, it's going well long-term because of the podcast. Let's sort that out right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and to be fair, there's there's going to be to some be stuff. To be fair. To be fair. There will be some details shared maybe down the road. That would be pretty cool, pretty fun content. So. All right. Do you think we could get a – uh, a special guest on the in- on the podcast at some point, potentially. That'd be interesting. Actually, That'd be very exciting for me. I shot him being bad cop. Little cute. We eh? can finally, we can finally get all the details of your penis. Yeah, I, that's yeah, what I want out there. You're not really one of those uh, penis showing friends of mine. Oh, hey, Devin, I'll show you my dick right now. I'll send you a pic if you want. Devin, nobody shows their penis off more than you do, and and really, you shouldn't be showing it off as much as you do. <laughs> it's just my dick, man. I don't know. It's it's nothing to be proud of. Let's say that. You haven't seen it hard, bro. Relax. Yeah, and I'm really happy, and I hope I never do. <laughs> no, that's your that next Christmas present. Hard dick doesn't even count. The, the only way to truly have an impressive dick is a half job, I'd say. Half job? Half, yeah, half, half, job, is half job is like when you're at your best dick. That's your best dick. It's yeah. like a boner's a boner. That's just right. cheating. But a half chub, that's when you, it looks like you're packing heat. That yeah. just after sex when you like catch yourself in the mirror after a piss. Yeah, and, and you're just like it's like just kind of drooping off a little bit. It's got the know? it's got that that bulbous effect of yeah. a hard penis, uh, but it sits like a flaccid one. Exactly. That's the look. I was man. actually thinking that the other day. I'm so happy you guys brought that up. For my playgirl shoot, half chub that's how I did it. <laughs> Those are when you shoot your best nudes. Yeah. We should do a calendar. We I really should have. Back in the day. It's funny you say that because I've been thinking about setting up, like starting to work nights at the brewery and setting up a bunch of cameras everywhere and an OnlyFans account where all I do is work in my gumboots and a man pong <laughs> and safety glasses and just like do my job but looking hot while I do it. And as an OnlyFans, I think I'd be rich, dude. Like. I'd make so much money. Do you get free access to that as as, uh, affiliates of your association? I'll uh, I'll, I'll hook you guys up with the free account um, code or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'll just open all my windows in my house and turn my TV and then just leave it on overnight and anyone walking by. Do do a chatterbait thing too. (laughs) No, we we actually should aim to do a calendar if we're still doing this in a year from now. That would have been really funny. But I need a year to get a hard body. Yeah, I'm gonna let my body day. get really soft for it. You can just get as fat as you can. Yeah, just put on the pounds, and I'll be that cute chubby kid on the pot. <laughs> I'll try to get some more scars. <laughs> the kind of fat nude brewer. Maybe get some more tat. Maybe get some more tattoos on my body, and just like really lean into it. I don't know. Well, you're in an industry that isn't gonna be. Um... They're not gonna have any negligence to tattoos, so you Honestly, should just start loading up like a chef and just get really weird tattoos all over. Yeah, I could get a face tattoo and I'd still have a job. I'm not going to because why would I? But I could. It's just like something <laughs> I could do for fun. You could, if you wanted to, you could. Yeah, 
I wanted to, I could, but I'm not going to. I believe that's yeah. pretty. I cool. don't see the point of getting a face tattoo that's unless you're Mike Tyson. I don't know. I think it's the stu- like even like neck tattoos. It's like people are gonna look at you weird. It's just to show people how serious you are. Yeah, it really t- lets them know that you're a cool dude. Probably lets them know that you're open to doing drugs, for the most part. And murder, yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, murder for hire. Yeah, you did the murder already. Although, I bet you if the stats came out, for more murder. I bet you if the stats came out, there'd be other murders attached to face tattoos that aren't teardrops. Yeah, maybe if the stats came out, but. Who knows? <laughs> That's kind but of a like, hard thing to do stats on. You need people to confess to murders. Who's going to be the statistician that does that, you know? Yeah. Not fuck. me, because I can't do stats. Just imagine having a, a face tattoo and going to, like, meet your significant other's parents or something. Yeah. Just feel like, well, I'm fucked from the get-go, because that generation looks down so much on tattoos to begin with, never mind ones on your fucking face. So I just date an 18-year-old because she's likely to have cool parents. <laughs> They've probably got face tattoos. They're like the same age as me. Yeah, exactly. You guys can just be drinking buddies. Yeah, we'll meet them at the Legion. <laughs> face tats, I wouldn't recommend them. I'm down with like throwing stupid tattoos all over your body, but not face tats. Would you rather get a face tat or a dick tat? Face tat. I don't really want a needle on my peony. I'd tattoo my dick. I'd go for the dick tat. I'd probably yeah. get a dick tat too. Depends what it tattoo. was. Depends what it, <clears throat> depends what it was in the size of it though. Exact same tattoo. Uh, the size of a dime. Uh, well, I was still got a large canvas to work with down there. So I was thinking like turn it into a dragon or something. But yeah, a, a small diamond yeah. would work. Well, I was thinking they could just like do really good shadow work and stuff and make mine look like Grant's. Uh, and then I'd some veins. In it. Yeah, so maybe I'll do that. Contour just tattoo, your dick. Tattoo the, tattoo the inside of your leg so when it <laughs> sits up against it, it looks bigger. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to do it on both sides because so, you never know which side which leg is going to lay on. So. Big shadow. Yeah. <laughs> Dark in the skin to just make it look like it's giving off more of a. Well, actually, if I, was, if I was gonna do that, I'd make it look like Brendan's because that kid's got a hog. So <laughs> hog, yeah. just a fucking meat mallet downstairs. Shadow my inner thighs for like nine inches, so it looks real. I don't know. <coughs> yeah, nothing's worse than you know playing hockey with him and losing a game. So you're already a little bit demoralized, and then going into shower and he's the only one standing in there. It's like a double whammy, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah that sounds <laughs> harsh, <sure>. man. <laughs> I, think you're the, I think you're the only one that feels that. He's just got a big meat mallet. <laughs> Proud of him. Proud of you, Cut, Brendan. I know you listen to this slinger. one. <laughs> Fuck, boys. How about, the, uh, how about the snowstorm we got in Calgary last night? Oh, Looks yeah. like a doozy. Yeah, you got fucking nearly a foot of snow overnight. I was just bombing around in the pathfinder which i've now started calling donkey because it looks like one it could go anywhere but uh it does have a bit of a donkey look to it i was just bombing around all day in it just like four-wheeling having the time of my life because everybody's getting stuck and i'm going through snow drifts and drifting corners and shit it was a fucking great day had a blast are you you donkey punching corners you bet i am 
<laughs> Absolutely donkey punching corners. You bet you donkey punch. I even went to, uh, even did a little bit of tobogganing today. It was tight. I saw that. Yeah. I want to go for a little it's, sled ski. It was a lot of fun. I haven't gone tobogganing in quite a few years. I had a blast. Real good yeah. time. It looked really cute. You and your girlfriend just tobogganing. Yeah, it was adorable. Have, sipping some cocoa with no front teeth. It was really fucking cute. I had like, all and laugh baby. at that, dude. It didn't turn out like the arrest there the other day with uh, with that one guy? No, there was nobody else on the hill, so it was just we had it to ourselves. When you, you were at an ODR, weren't you? Uh, I was earlier this week, yeah, but uh, did not get arrested. I did was not that get the same one, just as famous? Uh, no, different one. I was just one near my house, a little tiny one. Oh, yeah. Is there a net and everything? No, it's just a, technically a skating rink, which is annoying, but whatever. Just nice yeah, to get that's, out. That's one of the biggest losses, I think, of uh, this Christmas holidays is, you know, no ODR. That's always the most fun. Yeah, I guess you're not going to have one out on the island, eh? Definitely not. And I don't even think, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think that there is one in Kaskar that they're letting people on it. Yeah, I haven't heard any rumblings like that it's open yet. So All of ours are open, but you just can't have more than 10 people on it at a time or you get arrested. Oh, because fuck the police. Well, I don't know. That well, video you, you sent those guys on the, like, that guy was being a fucking knob. Sure, he, like, he probably didn't deserve to get arrested, but he was not helping himself whatsoever. So no. I actually do have a bit of uh, backstory to that. Apparently, uh, the police officer tried to issue him a fine before the video was recorded, and then he just didn't take it, resisted, and then he started acting like a total knob. So he deserved to be arrested. And this fucking kid has a stupid name. I'm not going to say it, not sewer the kid. You guys can search it up on your own. But he got kicked out of a YMCA for putting live fish into the pool so they would die. Like, the kid's a total fucking loser. (laughs) Just put fish in the pool? (laughs) How do you you even get them there? I don't know, but he he must have snuck them in in his backpack in a little baggie from the pet store and then just... Let them loose in the pool so they die. He sounds like a real prankster. Yeah, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, just a bit, just a real life. What's with Andy? Eh? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. The fucking knob is all he is. Well, yeah, you- and the, the one thing that surprised me the most about that video was that kid came up, that like skid came up and yelled in a cop's face. Yeah. I would have busted my taser out and just blasted the kid in the lips. Like that, well, that cop had that cop was like the chillest guy in the world. Well, what was pretty funny was, like, as you're watching the video, like, there's that male cop that's standing there doing fuck all. Well, he doesn't want to know part. Are, are trying to take down the kid guard. on skates. Like, I think no, he was a security guard, not a cop, though, wasn't he? I think he had police on his fucking I saw, vest. Uh, I saw a badge on the on Yeah, he the looked like a police officer, but he also... Doing, he was just doing fuck all with these two girl, like, lady cops were trying to take this prick down on skates who's... Honestly, got pretty good balance. I don't know if he I was doing pretty good. Eh? It was like took like they took had six to or seven to, knee to the nuts. Like, yeah, which is kind of fucked up. Like that, it's like that is like I don't know. It seems wrong that you could. That's I, like, I, how is that different from like just shoving your thumb in somebody's ass to make them do what you want? You know, it's like it's almost sexual assault. Know. You could argue. 
I don't know it's how like he didn't fucking roll after the first one. Like, yeah, that was the one well, part that, that I don't I think I she was like getting it. direct nut shots. So, either. but she like, was definitely it trying. Like her, it wasn't yeah, she was effort. trying. He was dodging, and she was too short. But like two they, people, uh, two people can't take just, that guy down, and you're going for cheap shots. It's like it's kind of funny that at that point, it's like you have to keep resisting just to be like, okay, you guys need to fucking should. actually be able to arrest people if you're going to be arresting. I people. was hoping pretty hard though that he get tased too, just because. Oh, yeah, they don't do so badly. I, <laughs> yeah, like, get tased and then lay on the ice getting tased so his click gets frostbite. Like that'd be fucking yeah. hilarious. I bet they didn't want to do it though, because like if he fucking bonked his head on the ice and fucking like you could die from that pretty easily i yeah, wanted he, to i wanted to see him go down like a hockey fighter getting knocked out yeah i like i was just tired of him by the end of it i was like i hope they fucking tase you you're a loser but also that that guy cop you don't know who's behind the camera right like he could be standing there to make sure no one's like getting in the way of those two girls arresting that guy mm-hmm. i don't know cops are pricks but also like what like how fucking dumb are you yeah like, the people are pricks too like you we do have cops I would say people. I don't have a ton of experience with police but the limited amount I do have is like if you're just like nice it's gonna go such a long way with them because they as soon as you start to be like defiant they're like okay fuck it I've got so much power over you I'm just gonna abuse it well, and I just that whole video I was I was literally like what Simon said I was just like I hope they fucking light this guy up I I want to see him get knocked out on the ice. I'm tired of listening to him. Well, and you have to think too, like you're not, you're only allowed to have 10 people out on the ODR in Calgary right now. So when he, when they all came in to say like, everybody get out of here, he must've done something right away to be the only person that was going to get a ticket issued to him too. So he he was probably beacon off from the beginning instead of just like everybody dispersing, nobody getting a ticket. It's all cool. He was probably chirping from the beginning, and they're like, "Hey, fuck you! We're gonna give you a thousand dollar fine for breaking the COVID restrictions." Yeah, and then he, he kept a... resisting, and they're like, "Hey, fuck you! We're gonna arrest you!" Like, there was some big anti fucking mask vibes going on with him too. I felt like he's like, "We're humans. We need to fucking live." It's like, yeah, hey, dude, like, fucking. How about you just live with ten people on the rink and fucking like, be yeah, chill or just it. like, you know what? They're like, there's too many people. Get off. Come back tomorrow. Yeah, sure, no problem. Like, I'll just, I'll go home today. I'll come back tomorrow. He yeah. was, he was the, he was the eleventh guy because I saw they had a goalie, and he's definitely not the first friend you'd invite out to go <laughs> yeah. play shinny with. No, and you know what? He's if you want to fucking loser. skate, put a rink in your own fucking backyard. Like, well, what's hilarious is apparently he was a pretty there. highly touted uh, hockey player back in the day. Like, got drafted into the dub and shit. Oh yeah. Oh really? So just like an absolute crash burnout. So who knows? I don't know. I just think it's also like if you're going there and he's your friend, why wouldn't you just like grab him and pull him over well, like off the ice? And it like, kind of seemed off, like man. they were trying to do that, but the the cops didn't want anybody getting any closer. Though they were like, they were like, let us just grab him. They were like, no, he's under arrest. Like he's not fucking. Like, if you convince him to stop resisting, it'll go better. But that's as far as things are going to go. Like, he's arrested. Yeah, I guess. I just think it's funny, too, because now he's, he's like, he's going to think he's cool in yeah, this video. Exactly. You know it. They're and all, I don't everybody's going to be like, you just, fucking believe them? I can fucking see them all sitting around yeah, eating bonk he looks, toast. He looks like such a fucking goof. It's just like, you look like an asshole. Like, sure, the cops don't need to be like that, but you look like a fucking goof. 
Anyways, yeah, no, that was that was entertaining to say the least. But as soon as she f- flipped flipped the taser out, I was fucking mm. fired up. That that yeah, took me like, to come eleven. On, come on, light that fucker. I was getting pretty excited. I've seen it, somebody get tased once. It was fucking really good. Besides the NRL, yeah, it was uh, in Penticton. Uh, we Did you pay to ha- see that? No, we were having a team dinner uh, oh, yeah. for like a sports thing. And fucking, we just left the restaurant and we just saw cops chasing this dude. And and he fucking, one guy tripped him and the second guy just tased him right in the fucking kneecap. <laughs> in the kneecap, Farrell. Petter twat. <laughs> I, I, in grade 12, there was a grad party and some fucking, I'm not going to name the kid, but he brought a fucking military grade taser to our house, to a house party. Mm. And he was paying people to let him tase Taste them. I was like, this, this is fucked. <laughs> like he wasn't even allowed in the party. He was just outside drinking, and everyone was like, "Oh, he's got a taser!" And like making their rounds, hanging out with him while he tased people for cash. People didn't let <laughs> they didn't let him in because they were like, "You fucking psycho! You're not coming in." Yeah, like the owner of the party's like, he's not allowed in, and then he just sat out with a case of beer, and people just did, yeah, like literally did rounds was, going to see this taser, like the attraction of the night. Yeah, he was like the outside. <laughs> he was the uh, the high the the uh, the hired guest. But it, cool. yeah, he was Mister Beasting it and just paying people. Um, yeah, it was funny. I, he's like, oh, I'll I'll tase you on like seven, and I'll give you fifty bucks. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Like, you are a crazy person. I'm not letting you pull the trigger of a taser on me. <laughs> That's gotta fry some fucking brain cells getting tased that many times. No, yeah, on seven, like on the dial, the knob. No, I know, but like, if he's letting people tase him all fucking night, like that's got to. No, no, he's no, doing he the paying tase. people. He was paying oh. people to take tasings, and then it like oh. became this thing to like see who could take the highest power tasing. Who won? And I was like, classic castle guy. Um, I don't really. I don't, I honestly just peaced because I got scared. I didn't want to get tased. Um. <laughs> But I don't know. So I know that um, I don't. I probably shouldn't drop names. Just some huge skid that came with him took it on ten and <laughs> went down. Like went down onto the ground, and everyone got worried. And the homeowner was like threatening to call the cops, and so they peaced. That sounds pretty. Funny. But yeah, that's Castlegar for you. And what grade were you in when that was? That was in grade twelve. It was a grad party. Nice. Jesus Christ. And this kid's like super into airsoft, like one of those kids, like just like wishes they were in the military, dressed like it. Probably is now. Failed, is failed, oh. failed getting into the reserves four times. Was he a, was <laughs> he a failed air cadet? Uh, no, he's not. Okay. Uh, wrong year, I'm thinking. I know exactly who you're thinking of. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, it was fucked, man. And I also like her heard another taser story was like this kid that used to go to the skate park where I skateboarded growing up was telling me that on Halloween one time he threw a full beer can at a cop up at KMS and it hit him in the head and he got chased and the ta- he remembers like the taser like the prods like whizzing past his hip like he was like mid mid sprint away from the cops and saw the taser prods coming out fuck crazy Fraser threw a beer can at a car in Glade one time when we were partying. We were like 14 and the fucking yeah. car stopped and he just hoofed it. I was and quite like, amazed at how far I managed to throw it. I was like, 
I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to hit this car. And then just like, poof, it's hit the side of the car. car. It was like, oh. It's their fault for being in Glade, though, really. No, it wasn't a well, car. It, hit the, it, wasn't it was a like car. a fucking sunfire. <laughs> Did they catch you? No. no. Do you remember how much <laughs> fucking fun it was to throw snowballs and shit at cars? Oh, there's a couple of heated times for sure. Yeah, well, it's a perfect time to tell these stories because the Christmas spirit, man. Yeah, I remember Christmas shenanigans. I've got, I've got a really good one. It's not throwing um, snowballs at cars, but there's this. Uh, I live downtown Castigar, and there's this re- Chinese restaurant called the Highlight. I'm sure you've all been there Rest after the days. element or something. Yeah, yeah. Rip. it was always legendary. Like Two a.m. onwards. Yeah, but the owner Jim, and you could buy um, cigarettes. Yeah, you could buy cigs at like four in the morning. If he was open, he'd sell you darts. But uh, yeah, so at word on age. my block, word on my block was that if you go and you throw snowballs at his building and he's in there, he'll chase you, right? So like, we got all amped up one day and threw snowballs out of the windows of his building. He like came out and got all mad, and then we're like, okay, that wasn't enough of a rush. So then I go back and I'm with like two of my neighborhood friends they're not like your real friends but you hang out with them <laughs> do stupid shit when you're a kid um and i didn't know this but one put a rock in the um inside in and he hit the hit, yeah hit the front door and like cracked like it didn't shatter Ooh. but like cracked the whole thing and he came out so fast <laughs> and, and like for an old asian dude he was fucking ripping and like we all got separated because we all sprinted different ways, yeah, and it scattered. was like I felt like I was in like a world war, man. Like <laughs> I was peeking around every corner, and like I was so sus. Like I eventually get home, and I like take off all my stuff, and I wanted to like get inside and you know pretend I'd been there for a long time in case something happened. I look outside, and the kid across the street got roasted. There's Jim standing outside with the fucking there's two cop cars oh, fucking shit. ripping their side. Thank the thank God for this guy. He's not a narc. Didn't narc on me. I didn't even get in trouble. But fuck, was it exhilarating? Just like ripping around my neighborhood trying to make it home before Jimbo caught me. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, but. What about you boys? I'm sure you you you've got a few stories. I'm sure there's a uh, one in Robson where it was uh, the Robson crew is uh, me, Johnny, Grant, and uh, Brody, and uh, we were at the old school there. You know, there's that bank that overlooks the road. Well, we were just like yeah. Yeah, lo- yeah. lobbing snowballs, and then one hit like dead dead center on the windshield, and so we had to we all just scrammed. And honestly, I think this guy hunted us down for like an hour. And, and you could just hear him yelling, driving slow down all the roads, like, you fucking idiots, I'm going to fucking find you. And, like, so we just didn't move. And there's no cell phones or nothing. Didn't know where anybody was. They're just hiding there, fucking scared out of our mind. How old were you? We were probably 13. So just, like, <laughs> shitheads. <laughs> I don't have any good snowball stories that I can remember. But, I mean, I've got... I've got a BB one where Grant and I were shooting BBs out of the back of his mom's car, and I've got a a good uh, what are those fireworks called? Oh, Roman candle one that with Fraser and I on Halloween one time. So yeah, <laughs> a Roman candle. You were yeah, shooting Roman candles. Let's people. hear the Roman candle yes. one because I think we've heard the other so, one. So so it was Halloween. We were in Castigar. We were like uh, down uh, by. 
where Gordo used to live. What's that called? Southridge or where yeah. the rich people lived? Yeah. South so Ridge. we were <laughs> so we were below there, across like the highway into that other neighborhood, which I have no idea what it's called. I've never known what it's called. But uh we had a backpack full of Roman candles and you know, we were a little bit on the booze and we were just lighting these Roman candles and just firing them into the street from in the bank. Like we were just above the train tracks at the very base of the bank. We were just launching yeah, these Roman with candles like in, into with the road. Mike. Mike yeah, and, and Cam like, and Simon. <laughs> Uh, yeah and like and like cars are just like whizzing past and we're just hurling these fucking fireballs past their windshields and shit and like people are stopping and starting to yell at us and like we finally exhaust our ammunition and we just fucking take off hoofing it because somebody called the cops eventually because like there's just roman candles coming over the main (laughs) street cars coming in and out like we're trying to break windows and shit and it just like oh oh, man we're just Ran, ran forever like oh it was that a was good seriously time. one of the funnest halloweens ever i think we fucking go right over to mike's house after school i think it was grade 10 and uh yeah. we each allegedly. Had, allegedly. allegedly allegedly and uh yeah we had i think each of us had like a mickey of fucking captain moe's or something like that and we were just like a mickey of booze and a backpack full of roman candles. so many fucking fireworks and uh yeah we had a hoot that night yeah and it was just like after it was all said, still trick-or-treating after... too like we'd hit up a couple houses just to get a little bit of candy <laughs> like are you guys a little to, like, old highlight... like, we're wearing costumes like give us some candy <laughs> to highlight how many we lit off after we took off we came like across the highway and there was still a like that like sulfur haze yeah, over smoke. top of the, the road like from how many roman candles we lit off like it was insane oh <laughs> that's pretty funny i got I'm, sorry go I got, for yeah you. i just wanted to tee off into some more fireworks stories i don't know if that's the same direction you were going in but uh been how no, I've, got, I've got a golf ball story so oh, okay well I'll, transition i'll rip on uh some firework here um this was uh Oh, I've got a few good fireworks stories, actually. <laughs> now that I start thinking about it, like, I played with fireworks a lot when I was a kid. It's good shit. And even just this last week, me and Dal and Gabe had a Roman candle fight out in the yard. That's fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> Roman candles are, like, they're, like, two bucks each, and they're, like, totally worth the two bucks. Um, they're, like, mostly safe, too. Yeah. They really are quite, like, we hit our house with one, and we all hit each other with them, and, like... As long as it doesn't like get stuck, like and start burning you, then it's you're pretty good. They just bounce. Or you don't take it in the eye. Yeah, but like they don't go that fast either. Like you can you can dodge them if you're like far enough away from each other. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a Roman fucking candle. (laughs) Exactly, dude. (laughs) But yeah, I did have to stop, drop, and roll. Game fucking got me pretty good. uh but uh yeah my other my other fireworks story i was gonna get it Ooh, do you guys want to hear about an acid fireworks story or a high school fireworks story both I already, I already, I, high school no i already know it. it has to do with it has to do with donnie gilmore doesn't it no actually that is a different fireworks story <laughs> <laughs> i got a lot of fireworks stories the more i think about it here uh but okay well i'll go to the the high school one first of just like a keeping along with the getting in trouble with the police 
um had once again had a backpack full of fireworks i think this was probably grade nine and uh we were up at Southridge. It's like me gordo uh i don't know if you were there joe maybe we're i can't quite remember uh but i think i, know I think i was but i'll know diego once we was there sorry the yeah and, D- and then diego was there he's like the, he was the young kid tagging along with the older kids right trying to fucking be cool had never played with fireworks and shit and we're like i i had i had a bunch of roman candles and bottle rockets i was just kind of passing them out and we had been fucking in the out you know kind of hidden away blasting them off and then we're walking down the street we're fucking right in front of a cop's house and diego fucking fires it off it's middle like it's like six o'clock or something it's still pretty light out and he just blasts blasts this right down the street like straight up the street and right as he shoots it off the cop that we're right in front of his house comes around the corner to see this fucking bottle rocket just explode right in the front of his windshield i'm standing there like i'm like i think joe and gordo had roman candles that in their hands they had they fucking tucked him down their pant legs my backpack is i had like 40 dollars worth of roman candles in there plus booze and i'm just like just fucking sweating and Diego's getting like strip searched because he was the one that shot off the fireworks. And I'm just like, don't look at my backpack. Don't look at my backpack. Don't look. And I'm like, I grade nine. Right. That. So like, I'm going to let the cop look at my backpack. Cause I'm just fucking like, if they ask something, then you like go along with it. I'm just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Then he's like, oh, okay, well I'll let you guys go. You guys go knock on the wife, knock on the door. My wife's home. I'll give you some candy. I was like, fuck pretty heated he let up he let us off so fucking easy he, for get, he was totally going on for like, he was at the end of his shift or something like that he didn't want to yeah. fucking deal with it he just gave us a real good talking to yeah oh i do remember that that was fucking yeah one of the scariest stressful, man. Of. i'm just standing oh, there man. like trying to be super quiet not to breathe too much and breathe fucking <laughs> captain morgan's spiced rum all over the guy not breathe the wrong way yeah yeah oh, shit yeah just shake it and then afterwards it's like what the fuck were you thinking diego jesus fucking christ and then we went and let off the rest of the backpack somewhere else yeah went on to the pipeline and then diego almost blew his fucking hand off then because oh uh he had we, i had some tap screamers you take a, a screamer and wrap it super tight in electrical tape <laughs> and then you just and you hit it with a hammer and then in, so instead of uh instead of like going wee, screaming and sparking like it goes off like a fucking pipe bomb and yeah it just uh, basically becomes dynamite yeah so it's pretty like you light it and you chuck it and it's just like kaboom and you can like put dig it into the dirt and blow fucking craters and stuff it's pretty sweet anyway diego lights it and is just hanging on to it like what do i do with this i'm like fucking chuck it dude like if that went off in his hand it would have like mangled his fingers and he like just like just chucks it just in time and it like blows up like three feet away from him and it's like fuck <laughs> but then well, i'm not like, i'm no like, one to talk because like 15 minutes later i take one of those ones it's like on a stand and it's like make sure it's sitting on the ground do not fire off from your hand blah 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 and i'm like eh, fuck that i'm just holding it right light it off and it just like kaboom and it's just got such a kickback to it it just shoots right backwards out of my hand and totally like my hand is completely black covered in soot but like (laughs) totally fine (laughs) 
Was well, like, that's wow. like that time that we made uh, a bunch of tapped screamers in your backyard and then went to go blow up a fucking, what was it, a watermelon or a milk Zucchini. jug or some shit? Zucchini. Yeah, and it was, we, we have, there's videotape evidence of this, actually. Yeah. Run, the three of us, Fraser and I are, I don't know, we're 13, we're the oldest, and it's like Donnie, and we're trying to light them. Fraser and I get ours lit. Donnie can't light his. And then he finally gets it lit and Gabe shouts, run Donnie, as he's running it back and it just explodes behind him. Like, Yeah, it's some funny shit. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of fun. Just check, out Fraser's, check out Fraser's YouTube page for that yeah. one. Yeah, Gunfire 112, baby. Check it out. Got some hits on there. <laughs> I, wa- I remember watching that and laughing my ass off. Yeah, my German exchange yeah. student fucking recording. Is it safe? Is it safe? <laughs> no, Max, it's not safe. Stay back over there. I forgot about that, yeah. <laughs> Go play your violin, bro. Yeah. Um, no, I, I just have one more story that I thought was pretty funny about, you know, that, that childhood fear that you're going to die um, from doing something stupid. Uh What's the area that uh, Steve lives in? That like up in that part Grovesner? of Casper? Grovesner. Grovesner. But I guess so, he's not really not Grovesner Steve. though. But no, but this this place much. is so. Yeah. One of one of the uh, kids that, that I was went to high school with, he lived up there, and he would his parents would go away on the weekends, right? So he'd have people over for the weekend, and we'd just get fucked up in like grade eleven and twelve. And what he had like ten of us over one time kind of like a birthday party thing for him. And he lives like right at the, the corner on the top there. So like the highway kind of like runs like a, like a quarter circle down and then around past his place. But it's like a good, I don't know, like two, yeah, probably like 200 feet down to the road. Like it's a good, good haul. And, um, like we get like a little drunk and it's probably like, I don't know. It's in the summer and it's just starting to get dark. So it's like seven and we're hitting golf balls, like trying to hit cars like from where he is. And like people are coming close. Right. But like to like pinpoint a, a car with a golf ball from that far away while it's moving and just the distance and all that was pretty hard. And so we all like are, are, can't do it. And then quite literally like the nicest kid I know, like just, doesn't want to be a part of it. He's like, like away from everything. He ends up getting drunk enough that he's like, I'll fucking like show you guys how it's done. And the first one he hits goes through the, the driver's side window of a semi. Oh my God. The semi slams its brakes and it's like fishtailing. And like that, it's like right by where my dad lives. Like it, there's a bank there. Like if the semi hits that (laughs) thing, it's going down like another 60 feet down like that. Someone's going to get fucked and it's fishtailing and finally comes to a stop. And we're like sitting there like in awe, you know, when like something's going on, you're just like a deer in headlights. Yeah. What did I just do? And we're standing there and he gets out and he's like clearly like rattled. And he like, without even it's like a movie man without even thinking about it he just deadpans right up to us like he didn't look anywhere else he knew like where it came from and he's like you little fuckers and he just starts sprinting he leaves his semi like in the middle of the highway and we're like shit and i was like i'm not going to his house because like it's very clear where we are and the house is like 100 not even like 30 feet from where we were hitting these golf balls 
So I take off and I'm like in the bush, hammered, hiding under like a tree, like a kilometer away for like three hours. And then I get a text, like literally like by myself. I get a text from the guy whose house we were at. And he's like, yeah, cops came. My parents are coming home. Like, you're going to have to go home. You know, I'm like, okay. And I like start to walk in as I'm walking by. One of my other friends is like hiding like in a tree, like 30 <laughs> feet from where I am. And I'm just like, okay, we got to go home. And he's like, okay. And so we just call our parents and go home. But it was fucked. Like, I guess it was a pretty cool move. But the guy whose house we were outside, it was him that hit it. Because um, he just was a badass, didn't give a shit. And um, had to pay like to get the window fixed and the guy like i don't know exactly what all boiled down but it was so fucking gnarly as soon as the guy starts slamming his brakes on the semi i was like he's gonna die and we're like murderers and, like <laughs> i just remember like tail tucked hiding in the bush for quite literally like three hours like shaking like i'm gonna he's gonna find me he's gonna kill me <laughs> but it was gnarly and it was so funny because we probably hit like 50 golf balls in total and then the one that this kid does, like we've kept bugging him to do it. And he just was like, he's too nice of a guy. And then the first one he hits goes right through the fucking window. It was crazy, man. I think I've probably told the story before, but I've definitely, we almost hit a boater in Glade when we were knocking him into the water one time. No, you haven't told the story. <laughs> trying, trying to drive across the, uh, across the river. river. It's a long way. The Glade, Glade driving range is open and fucking... There's a big uh, shindig at, at our place, and I think some of my dad's buddies were having a pretty good time, getting pretty boozed up. And uh, there's a guy on a tinner just trying to fucking make his way down the down the river towards the ferry. And uh, one of the guys hit the ball, and it basically landed right where the prop was. <laughs> Did he notice that a ball came that close to him? We We don't know. Because <laughs> like if really, if you're them, like, long, you wouldn't hear it. Yeah, so I, I think that's what happened. I think that he just was like he just didn't have he didn't see it, which is probably yeah. for the best because we didn't hear anything out, out of the whole situation. So did he have a was life jacket on? I don't think there's a life jacket. I, I'm not sure if it was Majowski or not. It might, might have been. I think it was one of the old guys. Oh, yeah. If, if you connected with one of the old guys, you would have killed him because you would have knocked him out, and he would have been at the bottom of the river. Yeah, they were they were like ready to get the canoe and be like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> oh fuck, we gotta go save this guy." <laughs> yeah, in a canoe, <laughs> he's drowning, and we're all buckled. Yeah, so it was a pretty close call. <laughs> no, that was it's exhilarating to do stupid shit growing up in a small town. Got Have any of you been yourself? hit by a golf ball before? I've been hit by a golf club. Got eight stitches in my eyebrow. Uh, my brother got hit by my dad one time. <laughs> I've been hit by a golf club too. My older brother was in the uh, he was in the yard just like practicing practicing his swing, and I was pretty young, and I just like not a care in the world, didn't know what he was doing, and I just walked into his backswing as he came back, and it knocked me off my feet, like fucking hit me so hard that I just flew back, and he was like, "Oh shit." That's exactly what happened to me, but it was it was a girl in my front yard trying to like hit my I had like a club and it was an iron and she didn't know what she was doing and I just like she like kind of walked backwards as she was gonna swing and just ripped me right in the eyebrow. 
Fuck. She's also got Hattie Gilmore on you and just fucking knocked you out, eh? Yeah, she fucked me up. And then I've also I also got hit in the same eyebrow with a baseball bat. I walked out of the dugout when somebody was warming up and I caught a follow through and I went out cold <laughs> with an aluminum bat. My dad Ooh. said like he was he was uh, coaching first base or something and he just heard tongue and then all the kids were like oh and like I'm just out cold in the like equipment bag, like bleeding all over like all the equipment. Was it right fun. right in the eye? It was like, yeah, my eyebrow, it like um, fractured the bone, my orbital, and I got like 14 stitches and it was my first full knockout. Yeah, when I rode my dirt bike into a tree, I almost lost my eye. <laughs> I didn't almost lose my eye. I, just I forgot about fucked. that. You got pretty banged up when you did that. You got, you fucked yourself up and then yeah. your dirt bike never worked after that, which was the sad part. That was the sad part. we couldn't part. go riding together. Or did your mom just not want to pay to get it fixed? Just like, yeah, sorry, Simon. It'll never work again. I think eventually we got it running, actually. You were were so excited about that thing when it finally showed up. And then the next thing I heard from you was I banged my motorbike into the tree and almost died. And I was like, wow, that's rugged. Yeah, I had. I think I had eight stitches right above my eye and eight stitches right below my eye. If it was yeah, like you fuck. fucked yourself up. another centimeter closer, I would have been like, my eye would have been totally gone because there's a branch basically straight into the eye. Hold uh, one I eye. Eye. Were you not wearing a helmet or anything? No helmet at all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what I thought would happen to Joe when we were all camping out in Glade and he's just buckled and he takes the dirt bike into the night. Like I was like, he's, he's a, not coming back or he's coming back holding one of his eyes or arms was, or something. I was riding that thing fucking barefoot, which sucked. I was, and it's all super soft sand. So I, and I was so drunk before I got out of the bike that I couldn't really stand up on my own power. Like I was like swaying when I was walking and Denis wrote it down, and I was like, oh, Denis, like, let me have a rip on that thing. Like, let's fucking go. And he's like, no, don't. I'm like, Denis, you're dumb. Like, I'll be fine. I can ride these things in my sleep. <clears throat> and I fucking took off on this thing, got about 10 feet, front tire buried itself in the sand, and it kicked me off, like, over the handlebars. And just like, oh, just fucking picked her back up. Tire was still spinning, just, like, popped her in again, kept going. And I did that all the way back up the beach road, all the way down the forest road back through the even sandier part. And it was like every 15 feet, it would dig into the sand. Cause I wasn't steering very well. And I just bail. There was I like a bail like 60 times just in that like 500 meter loop. There was the time when you were, you were on the trail that is like a straight line, like that goes like above the beach and you could see you pop a wheelie, fall off, pop a wheelie, fall off, pop a wheelie, fall off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it was fuck. tight. I didn't lose an eye though. I almost lost my eye fucking at work on Monday though. I was uh, I was cleaning a tank and I took a scrub brush and I was like scrubbing out one of the ports that had nothing on it. And I pulled it out and a nice big dollop of caustic splashed underneath my safety glasses and hit me dead center in the eye. Oh fuck. And I've never like, I was a little, I was like calm, but I was still like kind of freaked out. I just like, it hit me and I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Shedded my gloves that I was wearing, went straight to the eyewash station and just started drowning myself in that saline solution. So, saved my eye, but holy shit, it was scary. Holy fuck. Because <clears throat> that shit will blind you. It's uh, oh, like, and chemicals straight into your eyeball. That's pretty gnarly. 
it was wild dude because i like i felt it like just doll up onto my eye and then it started burning instantly and i was like well <laughs> i'm blind in one eye now so that's cool <clears throat> but yeah no i uh i saved it and i can see out of both eyes still so that's like you know that's a win for the holidays that's pretty awesome i'm happy to hear that yeah it was wild although like so i don't know if you guys have ever used like an eye wash bottle but it's like it's a big squeeze bottle and then yeah. it's got like a cup for your eye to go on but then it's got um like two ports on either side that like push the water out so like your eyes getting flushed and so i'm holding this thing upside down onto my eye over top of the sink and i'm flushing my eye out but it's coming out one of the side holes and i'm just drowning in it i'm waterboarding myself at the same time as i'm flushing my eye out so i'm like trying to breathe as i'm sucking in this saline solution like sucked. i do not recommend i do not recommend it no that sounds horrible Did you ever Speaking hit an eye wash station just for shits and What's giggles? That? You ever just hit one of those like uh, like an eye wash <laughs> station in a high school lab or what? Like where they're connected to the sink? And they I've just never fucking... used, like, I've never used one on my eyes, but I do just like hit the pedal sometimes and watch the flaps flip up and water come yeah. out. Well, it's a good water fountain, but also it's uh, it is kind of exhilarating <laughs> to just give yourself a little rinse out if you're. If you're feeling a little groggy, just getting your eyes cleaned out like that feels kind of good. Well, it, well, it's like cold water too, so it really fucking exhilarates you. Yeah, it's like uh, one of those masks or whatever the ladies like use. Brain, for... brain, brain freeze via the eye sockets. <laughs> Minty fresh. Just like that banana mint fucking vape thing Simon has. Glacier fresh, baby. Yeah, it's a good, yeah. it's a good fucking vape, man. Aloe. Check check that shit out. Follow them on something. Are they did expensive? You order, did you order it online or yeah, how do you get it? On the internet, I did it. Yeah. Are they expensive, Simon? Uh, fifteen bucks for a fifteen hundred puff one, which is actually not too bad. It's so like, like similar to a stealth, I guess. Way more puffs, so it's like it's like three solid days. How many? Like, does it tell you how many milliliters come in the cartridge? It's no cartridge. It's just a big old fucking disposable. Oh, so it's like- it's one disposable pen. Yeah. It's some oh, serious you... fucking electronic waste. It's crazy that you yeah. throw that yeah, out every three days. It's super bad for the environment. <laughs> Canadian company, though, so they got that going yeah. for them. Oh, <laughs> how, do you, how do you spell that? Uh, A, two L's, and then one O. There you go. Hello. Honestly, all of our shout-outs are free because nobody sponsors this fucking shit show. They don't, people don't need to know that about us, though, Joe. You can assume that we're sponsored. No, we'll they need to know. You make this, it. They need. They need to know the facts. Yeah, we're making bank. True. Just kidding. We're not making big nothing. money. Big time. Once I get that uh, sexy brew boy OnlyFans going, we're gonna be flush with cash. It's all going back to the podcast. So all right, that's very generous you, of you. All you ladies, fucking just wait till I drop that link. The stink. I'll, I'll send foot. I'll send foot pics. Nobody, nobody wants to see your feet. <laughs> you have the grossest toenails think, I've ever seen. Does he have the grossest feet? <laughs> no, I've got. I, I, I don't know. I've just got soccer feet, man. Mine are mine. Oh, my yeah. feet are fucked. I can give you a run for your money, probably. Joe's probably yeah, got so the nicest running. feet on the pod. I do have the nicest feet on the pod. Thank you for that. Congrats. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Thanks for recognizing. Thanks for recognizing foot greatness. I appreciate it. 
Foot greatness. <laughs> Foot superiority. Hold on. Before we get to the, the, the pile editions, there is big news in the interweb. Uh, the NHL is coming back, boys. January 13th. Back We've got hockey better. again. 56, nice. games, 56 game schedule. There's been a division realignment. There is an all-Canadian division, which is going to be just fucking insane. Is Vancouver it's, moving? I believe uh, so. I don't, I don't know yet. It hasn't been confirmed. But I believe I don't so. Because how... the British Columbia government said basically fuck no. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, they're fine with having NHL games, but they're not fine with teams traveling into the province. So yeah. I think that's going to be a big sticking point. Uh, Toronto's kind of the same thing. Like, they're not really stoked on people coming into Toronto. So I don't know how that's going to work. But like, it's pretty fair, though, too. You know, it's. It's like oh, fucking rules for me and not for the year, fucking whatever. You know, it's kind of like. Well, I do see how there's a lot of money to be made, but it is kind of like, why do these people get? It's like it is like essentially just a game and fucking entertainment. Like, why do we need to be? Fuck. Well, like, there's why money, does if one person dies so the fucking NHL season can go like that? It fucking isn't worth it, you know. Well, there's money to be made when you can have fans in the stadium and you can have fans going out yeah. to the bars around the stadium, which you can't have right now. But little tidbit of information that I've read on the internet, don't know if this is true or not. Um, when the playoffs happened up in Edmonton as a hub city, apparently the Alberta government gave the NHL $4.5 million yeah. to get them to come to Edmonton, which is bullshit because it was during a pandemic when they're supposed to be giving money to people to stay home and not have to work and shit like that. Instead, they spent four and a half million dollars to let a couple millionaires come and fucking play hockey. Yeah. So and it's like, and without like the tourism bonus of actually having it there, like you're that four, that $4 million, like, are you really seeing that come back? Well, That's, kind well, of you're getting broadcasting rights, right? Like you're, oh, no. Yeah, no, but what the, does that fucking do for the city not, of Edmonton? Like a, a couple of the hotels, catering services, all that kind of shit. Training. Yeah, yeah, but I guess that's you're true. not getting you're not getting broadcasting revenue Four. because broadcasting revenue goes back to the broadcasting company. So Sportsnet, yeah. TSN, like that money goes to them, not the city that it's hosted in. Although they yeah. might have deals with the provinces potentially. I so, doubt like, I doubt it though. Like those those yeah, broadcasting yeah, those companies, companies pay, pay so taxes and that's money. it. They pay hundreds of million dollars a year to broadcast the game, so I don't think they're giving any back to the city. So, we'll see. Yeah. The league is what I'm saying, and then yeah, but the league rev that league money isn't going back to the fucking city. You're talking, you're, you're talking about Alberta itself. Yeah, I mean, Alberta yeah, paid got, four million to the NHL, not the other way around. Yeah, the NHL, the NHL's not going to give them four million dollars back. The NHL's a greedy fuck. Like they want all the money they can have. It's because they put all those cool Alberta advertisements in the playoffs with the one mountain range they have. Fucking like, hilarious! Yeah, yeah, come to Edmonton. Super <laughs> yeah, mountains are eight hours drive. away. Yeah, yeah. Check out our mountain range. It's really close to BC. Yeah, like it's fucking. <laughs> Stupid. So we'll see if Vancouver plays in Vancouver or not. I doubt it. Um, yeah. But it is exciting to have hockey back. There's going to be 10 battles of Alberta, which is going to be insane. Like the rivalries this year are going to be nuts because you're playing each other 10 times. Yeah, that will and be World Juniors kind of interesting. Day. Lots of hockey coming up for you hockey fans. You, yeah. guys got, you guys got any thoughts on that? 
Let's move uh, it to the I'm, ex- I'm excited, honestly, just to be able to watch some sports. I got my Premier League going on right now, which has been fun to watch. Champions League, Europa League, all that. Um, but adding something else into the mix should be really good. I think a 56-game season is going to make it really interesting. I think the, I don't know. I think that every division should have a hub city and just kind of operate like they did in the playoffs. I think that's the safest. Yeah, I don't that know would make the, the most sense. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I'm excited to watch um, Edmonton, Alberta play. Fuck, what is it? Ten. Eight or nine, nine, nine games, nine or games. ten times, something like that. Yeah, those are always really good games. So if they play them in like a consecutive series, which I'd imagine they do, that's going to be really fun to watch. So, who we'll see. Uh, Simon and Devin, who do you guys think are going to win the uh, Canadian division? I pains me to say it, but I, I honestly think Calgary will. Um, I mean, Edmonton has a chance in a 56. Well, actually, they just lost their best defenseman for the year. So I don't know. Um, I think Calgary's a really good team. I think that getting Markstrom, if he's as good as he can be, will make a huge difference for your team. So I think Calgary, uh, Toronto just, I don't know. It's going to be weird. It's really hard to guess at this point, right? Because one team gets hot for 20 games, right? Like it does happen. Um, they're basically going to walk away with it. I'm going to go Homer and call the Canucks just because, I don't know, they've been playing good against Canadian teams. And I think Quinn Hughes will have a good season. So we'll see. Well, see, I think um, I think Toronto should win the Canadian division. I Honestly, I think they're the best team in the Canadian division, just like with the players that they have and shit. Uh, I think a team that you shouldn't sleep on, though, this year is going to be Montreal. I think that they... They still have one of the best goalies in the game with Price. He's getting up there in age, but when he turns it on, he turns it on. And he's hurt all the time, though. He does, but 56 games, fuck, if you ride him for 45, it doesn't matter. And they made some really good offseason acquisitions this year. Uh, I think, I don't know if the, I don't, I'm not saying Montreal's going to win. I think they're going to be within a shout. Um, I think Edmonton can win it, too, honestly. Like, if each team has to play Edmonton 10 times and you have to defend uh, McDavid and Drysaddle 10 times in a season, like how many defenses are going to be able to do that? Like, honestly, like three, four games a year. Sure. You can really fucking hammer down on them. But if you have to focus 10 games on fucking Connor McDavid and Drysaddle, like they're going to put up so many goddamn points that they might just win the division on them on their own. Like whether they win eight, five every game, it doesn't matter, but they're winning games on their own. Like it's going to be insane. But if you play yeah, a team a lot, I, are I you going to pick up on their, like their weaknesses more though, than if you are only going to play them a couple times, like these you, guys, these you two guys are sure. So good. Yeah. We're well, yeah. talking about two of like the top 10. That's true. They're, they're never going to come out of right? fresh ideas. They're going to learn how to exploit defense before defense will pick up on their creativity. I think, true. I think you'll be able to, uh, learn dry sidles tendencies before you will McDavid because McDavid is honestly like he's a cheat code. Like he's so good that no matter what defensemen do, he gets by them unless it's them taking a penalty on him. To be honest, like he's just he's so fast with the puck. Like he's he's it's insane actually. Like yeah, I don't understand how somebody can be so good. Like he's in the league of his own. And I mean, like the only reason I didn't just jump out and say Edmonton was because. A goaltending's been super sus. 
um, throughout the last couple of years. And Clefbaum's our best defenseman. And I mean, Tyson Berry being his replacement, he's too offensive minded, but that might work. Um, honestly, they had the best power play last year and one of the best penalty kills. So if he's out there for the power play and he can step into that role, it's hard to say, like, honestly, it's so weird. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a really interesting season. Like there's so many teams that are in different conferences this year and like everybody's playing each other 10 times like by the time you get to the playoffs and you have to play this team potentially another seven times after already playing them 10 times in the fucking regular season like it's gonna be a bloodbath there's it's just gonna be ahl teams by the time you get to the stanley cup finals because fucking all the nhl players are banged up from hating each other for so long like yeah it's gonna be it's gonna create some really good rivalries especially across you know east to west in canada i think you're gonna get some really good like the I don't know, like the Albertan teams. Usually, the more they play a team, the more they hate them, right? Because they traditionally play pretty hard hockey. Both teams do. They have their fourth lines can get at anybody, and I don't think Toronto has a line that can match that. But they are more skilled. So Toronto's just like with the players that Toronto has, they should beat everybody. Like, yeah, they just haven't here, but they don't have the depth that they had. Uh, their biggest saving grace though is Anderson. Anderson plays out of his mind for them all the time. Like I don't I think over the last couple of years he's had the most high volume shots per game and high danger area shots per game. And there's like his save percentage of those is outrageous. Like he shouldn't be doing as well as he is, but he has been. So if he can keep that up, I think they've got a really good chance at winning the conference. On paper, they look like cup contenders, honestly. Like you should be able to their defense. Their defense isn't good enough to be a cup contender on paper, to be honest. I don't know. They've got yeah. But they do like Tavares, Matthews, Marner, like it's just like their list of offensive talent is crazy. Well, and they've got Nylander in there too. Like it's just it's it's a little bit ridiculous. But yeah, anyways, boys, let's uh fire it up onto the pile here. I can I can start us off and uh Go ahead and say that I mean, it's a pretty dark pile edition, but that's just what I'm feeling today. Um, this morning, there was a shooting in Esquimalt. Deadly. Uh, not too far from here. Woke me up, actually, with all the police cars and ambulance and stuff. I live right by the hospital, so I always hear those. I'm going to throw whoever did that on the pile right before Christmas, going out and shooting somebody, killing them. The family's got to deal with that. None of them are going to look at Christmas the same ever again. Anyone that kills anyone here on the pile immediately, but it was pretty gnarly, man. It sounded like there was at least six, seven cops like ripping past my house. And yeah, it was gnarly. And then I looked and I would just assume, I don't know for certain if that's what it was, but don't, don't kill people, man. Did the guy <laughs> die or did he just get shot? Just a little, a little shooty. shooty uh, he, he, died. He, he died in the hospital. He was uh, alive when they got there, but. But after, yeah. was was it, that guy deserving of being shot though? Like uh I know Esquimalt, there's some shady shit going on over there. They only recently I mean, paved I have their no roads. Idea. I don't know if anyone really deserves to be shot. Well, well but maybe if, the guy fucking like a, raped the guy's wife or something like that. I you know, I'd yeah. fucking, I'd shoot him on fucking Christmas morning if that happened. <laughs> yeah that's fair i don't know the story yeah uh but i am also kind of mad that it woke me up at 6 30 this morning so. that's fair that's a that's a good reason to pile them up yeah that and the guy who got um 
the ODR story from earlier. That guy can go on the pile too. Fuck that guy. Yeah, a bit of a twat. Time T, yeah. Anyways, yes. Uh, who else has a pile edition for this this lovely Christmas special? I've got one. Um, I uh, I've calmed down on this. Well, we'll see. Actually, once I start talking about it, I might just fire myself <laughs> oh, yeah. right back up. You were telling us about this earlier in the week. Holy yeah, shit! So one. I uh, I told I told the boys on the podcast about this after it happened on Saturday night this weekend. I uh, I went over to Paige's house this weekend, and uh, it was early in the afternoon. It was like two o'clock. I uh, I parked in front of her house on the street. On the street, just so everybody hears that. It's very yeah. important to this conversation. Uh, and then, you know, I'm in her house. We're hanging out all day, whatever. And then, you know, it rolls around to the evening. It's like 6.30, 7 o'clock. And she gets a text. Paige gets a text message from the woman who lives upstairs. And that text message is from the people who live next door. And it's like, hey, would you mind asking Paige to get her boyfriend to uh, move his car? He's in my husband's spot. So this entitled bitch asked me to move my car, which is parked on the street, which nobody has any fucking domain over. There's no, there's no my spot, his spot, her spot, their spot, bullshit on the street. Yeah. It's free street parking. There's no permit parking. There's no lines. It's none of that shit. It is fucking street parking. And she has the audacity to interrupt my evening with my girlfriend to make me go move my fucking car so her fat, lazy fucking husband, who had parked across the street when I went out there, by the way, not that hey, far away. Parked already. Didn't have to fucking walk across the street to walk his fat fucking ass into his house. Was he just waiting his... in the fucking truck for you? No, he wasn't. The the car was parked, oh. there's nobody there. Oh. I I fought with Paige on this for actually quite a while because I was I was fucking rattled. Yeah, because it's like, I yeah, I was fuck pissed. you, I'm not I was doing like, it. It was like, no, I'm not going to go fucking move my car. It's street parking. They have absolutely no right to make me move. Like, what are they going to do? Tell somebody to come tow me? No, because it's fucking street parking. They're not going to tow me. They're not going to give me a fucking ticket because I was par- parked normally on the street like every other fucking person on the street. Yeah. So we fucking we had a little bit of a fight about this and then i finally like <laughs> not wanting Paige to get into an argument and have to you're live with in the right though, joe you are in oh, the right I don't you don't joe, have to tell you, me. i knew you, i was in the right i absolutely joe, knew you, i was in the right you know Paige better knows i was in the right but she wanted me not to get into a fight with her neighbors so i yeah. being the very grumpy motherfucker that i was at the time begrudgingly moved my car but when i went out there that motherfucker was parked across the street wasn't sitting in his car. No big deal. There was other parking spots on the street, but these lazy entitled fucks think they own the street and made me move my car. And for that fucking reason, every single time that I go to her house, I'm going to park in that exact same fucking yeah. spot just to spite those motherfuckers and they can go park themselves on the pile. Fucking I, um, trash I in just, yard. I did get riled up again on that. Holy shit. It makes me mad still. That got me pretty, hit me right in the feels too, because I my old neighbor pulled that same shit. Joe Joe was there. I think I've told the story on the on oh, the podcast it, before, but it was the same just, shit. Exactly the same thing. Just they think they own street parking, and it actually made me remember something I haven't said here. Is one time living in Nelson, it dumped like two and a half feet, like in like a day or two, and I was parked. 
out in front, like kind of in front of his yard, like just a little bit, but I couldn't really move my car because it snowed so much and I was like kind of like trapped inside. Dude, he called by law because if you don't move your car or whatever it is, like 12 inches or something and over the course of three days, they can tow you. He tried to get me fucking towed. Yeah. I was like, man, it's just like, dude, who the fuck do you think you are? I I was totally going to prank him when I left and I forgot. But next time I go back to Nelson, I'll piss in his gas tank or put sugar in it or something. And you know what? On top of these motherfuckers trying to think that they own the street, I was at Paige's house uh, after the new COVID restrictions that come into Calgary. So no indoor, outdoor gatherings. And these fucking motherfuckers had people over in their backyard having a goddamn barbecue during COVID restrictions where you're not allowed to have anybody in your fucking house oh, or God, outside dude. your house or any shit like this. That's on you so fucking snitch on, can, dude. If they think they can fucking get me to move my car every goddamn time that I park there and get there earlier and there than their fucking fat, lazy husband who can't walk across the goddamn street, I'm a snitch on a bitch. And I will take those stitches freely, but I will <laughs> snitch on a bitch. Joe is so fired oh, up. Oh, dude, I'm so on your I side had, right now. I had calmed no, down. I, I, now I can fire up again. Oh, no, it sounds like the flames are just licking your behind right now. Oh, You're getting a little man. fucking spiced back up again. Oh, I like God it. damn it, I'm getting spiced up again. They fucking rankled me for days. Every single person that I talked to, I told them this story, <laughs> and they all agreed with me because it just, like, it was all that was consuming my thoughts. I was so mad, especially because, like, where I live, it's all street parking. And like, yeah. you know what? I park in the, I park in the same spot every day just because there's no anybody there. But if somebody, you know, for whatever reason is there before me and parks in my spot, I'm not going to go knock on the door or text a neighbor and be like, hey, get your bitch son to move this car because it's in my exactly. fucking spot. No, it's, it's street parking. I'll be grumpy about it, of course. But I'm not going to fucking make somebody move their goddamn car at 7 o'clock at night because I'm too fucking lazy to walk across the street. Yeah, it's not your driveway. It's literally city parking. There's no rules. Yeah, well, there are some rules, and it is usually along the line of like you can't just let it fucking sit there for like a week or whatever. I think it is. You you have to move your car every three days. I was there for less than eight hours. It can be as limited as like twelve inches. I was there for less than eight hours. Yeah, well, and it even comes down to neighborhoods sometimes as well. But like, uh, well. Yeah, it's like fucking, some, it is garbage. Some neighborhoods in Calgary have, like, you have to have a permit to park in that neighborhood. Yeah. This isn't one of those fucking neighborhoods. Exactly. It's literally just fucking free-ass street parking. Don't park in front of the fire hydrant because nobody does that. Park wherever the fuck you can find a spot. Yeah. But also, you don't, you know, you're eating your pride a lot here. And if it was your house, you probably wouldn't give a shit. But Paige is the one who has to live next to them. So you're well, kind of like. That's, and that's why I moved my car after some fucking very serious grumbling and arguing. But I did <laughs> yeah, relent and moved my car and parked in the alley. But from now on, I'm just going to park in that guy's spot because fuck that loser. Gets his wife to, to fucking be his little minion, too. Yeah, that, too. Like, fucking, if you want me to move your car, you come to the door and fucking ask me yourself. Don't get your bitch wife to text the lady above where my girlfriend lives to text her and go through three fucking people to text me to move my car. Like, fucking shut up. Well, it's maybe not even I'll, worth the effort at that point. I'm throwing devil's advocate in here again. Devil's advocate. I should, just pin my, I should just pin my number to her door next time I park there and be like, if you want me to move, text me instead. Like, fuck yeah, you. with a picture of your dick, Polaroid. Yeah, holy shit. Your phone number on it. 
but maybe she gets beaten by that husband and she's afraid that if he doesn't get that spot then he'll unleash the wrath of the fat man on her well then that fat man can fucking try and come beat me instead if he wants to be a man all right yeah i'm on your side just throw it throwing hands over street because i'll just fucking i'll push that fat guy to the ground and roll him down the end of the fucking road and put him in a garbage bin fuck rolls car <laughs> so what you need to do is just go there tomorrow pull up in the spot and then take your shirt off and stand out there and just fight for the spot just fucking flex on anybody that comes near the car and be like do you want this spot this is my spot yeah you're like uh sir you're uh you're shivering quite badly no i'm dude, just really excited dude you're just in gum boots well, i just came from my only fans filming so just shut the fuck up <laughs> anyway Enough of me getting excited. Simon, you got a fucking pile addition, buddy? Uh, I'm just going to go classic here. I mean, man, the ferrymen are just in this goddamn fucking place. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's insane. Like, so I guess there's a newbie and, you know, you want to show him a little bit of sympathy, but when you're waiting fucking 25 minutes to fucking cross the ferry, what? It's, just, it's just not, it's not fair. So uh, fuck the new guy. The only yeah, time that, you're, that you can wait 25 minutes to get across the ferry is when they're fucking pumping that bitch full of diesel. That's the only acceptable time, really. Like That's the only time. Yeah. I've never seen that happen. That's like or, watching the mail get delivered. You never see that or, happen either. Or, or, yeah, it's, of, it's pretty rare. I've, I've had a lot of bad luck and been caught behind <laughs> that thing a lot. Or if there's a it's huge like, log or iceberg coming down. It's like, why don't they just power that thing with coal for fuck's sakes? Just fire coal into it the whole time. <laughs> just have Simon gets a job shoveling. <laughs> Back to the old shovel again. Titanic style. They'll pay him in 62 White Claws a week. <laughs> I think That's I'd pretty that. good, actually. Yeah, that's a fucking solid, solid payment. It's not, really. No. Well, if it was part-time. Oh, they're like, <laughs> like yeah. Like Friday, like th- like Thursday only, and then you could party with sixty two claws Friday, Saturday. Yeah, it feels like a one, deal. one day That's a week. A everybody claws. just everybody just comes in for one shift. It's just part of your uh, communal glade duty is you have to go shovel coal into the ferry when it's just firing up. I think that's good. We'll write it into the constitution. That's yeah, a fucking real good way to do it. Everybody divvies up the work, so it's not that bad. You'd have to do it like maybe twice a year because there's like four hundred people in glade, so. Yeah, it wouldn't even be that bad. I mean, we can get the kids working too. There's no child labor laws here, so. No, they actually work the hardest for the cheapest, so it's like we should labor them. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm I, on board. Small, dexterous hands, very useful. Exactly. They can pick up the smallest pieces of coal and throw them into the fire because, like, the shovel's yeah. not going to pick everything up, right? So High efficiency. They just run on Twinkies and Kool-Aid jammers, so you yeah, should exactly. be cheap. Capri Suns and a couple of granola bars and you're fucking good to go. Twinkies and Kool-Aid jammers, isn't that who you hang out with at the bar on the weekend, Devin? <laughs> the Kool-Aid man. I, I, yeah, how did you know when he comes, he says, oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody we've, knows We've that. shared a few special nights together, me and the, the old KM. Fredo, you got a pile edition? Um, yeah, I did, and then I kind of forgot it, honestly. I got uh I got all fucking fired up here with uh, what you're talking about. But um, yeah, I haven't really been out and about in society all too much. So it's pretty hard to pile people up. 
Um, well, it is tis the season, so tis the season. Um, but I, I'm, I think I'm going to go on an anti pile here, and I, I, I'll just give a listener shout out to uh, was just ran across a couple uh, regular listeners in town in the in the last little while here. Uh, Eric Walker just saw him pretty recently. He said he did a double header. He went to Nelson and and back today. Listen to two fucking pods. So an absolute you know, shout out to him. And then uh, Alan, best, fucking big fan best of the guest pod ever. Actually, Eric Walker, yeah. number one good, guest we've ever had guest. on the podcast. Yeah, and then uh, Alan, uh, fucking saw him outside uh, the old Blue Barn the other day. And uh, every time I see him, you know, he's usually giving props to the pod. So fucking props to those two guys that are they're listening, and uh, you know. Let us know you love us, and we'll fucking send some love back your way. So, shout out to those two fucking dedicated listeners. Fucking right, boys. Keep on listening. Keep pumping up those numbers for us. We love you both. Fuck, keep her up, boys. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year's. Fucking merry whatever the hell you want to celebrate. Nobody gives a shit. Simon, take us the fuck out of here, buddy. Well, and if you're if you be really really good this year. And maybe you buy a couple of nice, uh, you know, cold 45s at the liquor store. Afro-Man might be coming to town. Hey, I'm slapping her once, slapping her twice. A no-tea blowjob feels real nice. Afro-Man is coming to town. I know that you've been smoking on my tumbleweed.